Caulfield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. We are back. We might have taken a week off. Hey, it's summertime. We went on vacation. See, you see Diana's shirt there. Hold my hash browns because we're back. And, right. uh, yeah, it's the SHW podcast. This is our wrestling B double Brandon Benefield, the great Gerard Bonner, and the beautiful Diana Michelle sporting the uh custom. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I, I heard they might make some more for the next show. Mm-hmm. Did I hey, see they're doing another run? Yeah, all star special so. because these shirts were so popular and mm-hmm. they sold out no time. In fact, I ordered one and they sold the one that I bought. So, <laughs> anyways, yeah, they got to yeah. be bringing me mine at some point. Yeah. Mine. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, Get them sleeves off. We, we, oh, you're showing the guns. I love it. Uh, I Absolutely. saw that. Yeah. Yeah. The, guns. the gun show. <laughs> the gun show. Bang, bang. But we're, uh, bang, bang. We're back. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's summertime, taking a little vacation. GB, before we get too far in, yeah. We know you were having a good time last week. We saw some pictures <laughs> and video. You were in Vegas. Tell yeah. us about it, man. How was it? Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I was in Vegas. Uh, so it was time for the Stellar Awards, which is uh, the gospel music award show, kind of similar to the Grammys. And so um, I was honored at one of the uh, shows that were happening prior to the main show. Um, just for my work in that field. And uh, so most people don't know kind of what I've done or what I do outside of this. So it was a lot of fun um, to get a chance to just connect with some folks that I hadn't seen in a while. And uh, yeah, it was a really fun time, a really fun time. I haven't posted everything yet, but I'll be posting a lot more. You've probably seen more uh, since last week, but it was it was amazing. It was a lot of fun. I don't generally talk a lot about me and and the stuff that I do and things of that nature, but uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I think it's always, as we have come to discover, um, whenever you're working hard in something, it's always good to know that that you have made some degree of an impact. And so to be able to see that kind of happen was a really, really cool moment. So yeah, a lot okay. of fun. This guy's That's winning awesome. awards all over the place. All over the place. I love it, man. That's just what we can. That's even better for us. It just how, shows how lucky we are to have you as part of yeah. this team well, and a part you. of uh, the commentary and announced team for SHW. So thank very you. cool, man. Congratulations on that honor. And, Appreciate uh, it. Now uh, we move on to another big event. Big one. We got the Rumble Jack coming up August 4th, which is right oh, around yeah. the corner. So that means next week on this very show we will be previewing upcoming rumble jack i know this month let me get my calendar (laughs) but before we do that because we took off last week we have to recap shw 52 which was our most recent show and if you haven't seen it it is indeed already on IWTV, so go check I'm it out. I'm talking about within five days. Laser fast. You know what happens once you start <laughs> shooting on IWTV? You got to get the show posted pretty quick. Yeah, suddenly they go, oh, here, here, here. <laughs> I, think, I think what it was was SHW management wanted to make sure that they saw Gary's promo in a timely mm-hmm. fashion. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and actually, you know what? Before we get into like the match card, I know this is a little out of order, but let's let's just get into it with Gary in this promo, which involved a uh, cruel who we uh, are claiming as the independent world champion, uh, the rightful champion, even though they, I guess, stripped him of the title when he got injured. And now they claim somebody else. Matt Tremont is a, is the champion. Well, we still claim cruel is the champ. So like cruel or not, 
you know, you look back on his time in, in SHW and as Dishonor and his other various forms, he may not have been the most likable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when it comes to, it's kind of like what Gary said. Now you're now they're messing with. It. He's part of the SHW family, and yes. now you're messing with our family. And so right. we got to stand up for family. So I feel like Vin Diesel here. It's all about family. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so yeah. So so let's touch on that a little bit. GB, what was your impressions here of Gary coming out and just shoot from the hip on IWTV, the very uh, streaming service that shows all of our big shows? You know, whenever Gary posts on the socials that he has something to say, it's always must-see TV. Mm-hmm. You never know which way he's going to go. You remember a couple of months ago, he was talking about he was trying to decide whether or not he'd continue SHW, right? Like all of these kinds of things, and you just never know what he's going to say. So when he posted that he had something to say that he's been waiting to say about IWTV, this really got my interest. And yeah. uh, he had a lot to say. And the thing is, it was honestly hard to argue with him. Right. Like you you can't argue with the fact that when our shows end up on IWTV, they don't exactly, you know, make a big deal about it. You know, if you have the IWTV app, you know, there are all sorts of notifications that come through when this show is on live or when this show is posted or whatever. And there's never really a whole lot of noise when our shows post, yet they are some of the most popular shows. And he's absolutely right that in terms of watching the other shows on that network, our shows are head and shoulders. Like, it's not even a comparison, you know, in terms of the quality, the production Mm -hmm. value, the matches. There's no comparison between us and any other show on IWTV. And so it was almost like the elephant that's been in the room for three years that he finally decided to open up and say something about made me a little nervous because, you know, they're the network that houses us. And so like, I would hate for them to go, Hey, we're taking you off. But uh, he did that and stood in support of cruel. And you got to know that's a big deal because he and cruel have been at odds for obviously a very long time. Mm-hmm. And um, but like you said, when you start talking family, it's literally us against the world. So, yeah, I'm here for it. And I'll just say this to the folks at IWTV. I hope you didn't think that was designed just to get your attention. Mm-hmm. He said what he said. He meant what he said. And I'll go so far as to say all of what Southern Honor does stands head and shoulders above what is currently on an IWTV. Pick a promotion, any promotion. I'll put anybody from our team, our commentary team, our ring announcer, our, our stage hands, our camera people. I'll put them all up against anybody else on your network. You should honor what we say. You should be honored to have Southern Honor on your platform, quite frankly, because... We're making you guys look good. Boom. I know. I know the mic is hooked up there, but if it was not, you could just drop Ooh. it right there. there but it is. Uh, I tell you what, man, uh, here, here's something else that was interesting after SHW 52. And I don't know if you guys saw this. You may have, but on social media, Gary made a post. So at the Rumble Jack every year, the winner of the actual Rumble Jack match becomes the number one contender for the Southern Honor Championship, yeah. Gary went as far to say that, hey, you know what? Maybe 
I might even give them the option. They could be the number one contender for the SHW title or to Cruel's IWTV world title. Mm. He goes, I don't even know if I can do that. But hey, mm. when has that ever stopped Gary before? <laughs> so ever. who knows? I, I haven't heard anything else from SHW management about that. Again, we will be previewing the Rumblejack next week on this very show. Mm-hmm. So by then, maybe we'll know a little more details about that, uh, if, if that's even going to be a thing. Right. But uh, I, I found that very interesting. I thought, huh. It's quite interesting. Because if you notice, there are several wrestlers. Uh, Ashton Starr comes to mind as one of the more prominent ones that have been very vocal over the last couple of weeks on social media saying mm-hmm. that they're gunning for Cruel and the IWTV world title. Right. I would love to see that one-on-one matchup in an SHW ring. Mm-hmm. Um, But kind of on that note, we ended up seeing an impromptu four-way fatal four-way match for the IWTV world championship I know I'm going out of order but since we were just talking about Gary's promo might as well jump into this match it was cruel and then cruel was interrupted help me out with the interruptions here did sunny days interrupted first correct then Hunter Mm -hmm. James interrupted correct Mm -hmm. then Ashton Starr interrupted correct and Gary just said you know what make it a fatal four-way match have Mm -hmm. at it boys Mm -hmm. and uh we were stunned an yes. impromptu IWTV World Championship match, and not just any match, but a fatal four-way with four very uh, uh, great wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And Hunter James, I tell you what, this kid, he's young. hes He's got the charisma. Mm-hmm. He's got the in-ring talent. I can see, he, he's very arrogant. And yes. we know our share of uh, wrestlers who are yes. very arrogant. Yes. But a lot of times they can back it up in the ring when mm-hmm. they have to. I just I think get- that this kid, at some point, uh, he might be the name. We talked about shoot Taylor. We talked about mm-hmm. a handful of other guys that yeah. could be the future of this, co- of not just this company, but of the wrestling business. Yeah. Uh, and I think Hunter James is on that short list, uh, at least in the state of Georgia. But uh, Sunny Days, of course, was out there because he's got a bone to pick with Cruel after what happened to the previous show where Cruel was his tag team partner. I guess you would say he turned on Cruel on uh, Sunny. Put yeah. Sonny through a couple of tables, <laughs> one of them uh, on purpose. I think another mm-hmm. one inadvertently at one point. Yeah. But uh, so Sonny they wanted had a bone to pick. Like siblings fighting when that happened. So I mean, yeah. I don't really, and they are just... because at one point in time they were as close as brothers, and right. it definitely seemed like two brothers just bickering and mm-hmm. uh, not getting along. And Cruel walked out on him on Sonny, and uh, so anyway, Sonny was there. He had a bone to pick. Uh, Hunter was there. Hunter was claiming he just wanted them to hand over the title yeah he just, just deserved to fight he just won the, the title yeah and then of course ashton who if you follow him on social media over the last couple of weeks like i said has really been pushing for a shot here and, and of anybody that we know i feel like ashton is very top of the list of people that have earned it and mm-hmm. deserve it uh, a shot that is at this title so he was out there and then of course what a great four-way match it was but uh, cruel retaining the IWTV World Championship. What did we think of all this? First of all, Diana, what were your thoughts? All of a sudden, we have this impromptu World Championship match. You know what my thoughts were. Don't <laughs> screw this up. <laughs> I mean, it was impromptu, like you said. Yeah, it's like, yeah. wait a minute, this it's a fatal four way, which I failed to say. Who cares? Y'all knew what it was. If you don't, you don't need to be watching wrestling anyway. To get in that ring. And have to announce another world championship match was nerve-wracking. 
especially when Cruel's standing right there breathing in my direction and just that whole presence was one thing. And then of course, Ashton and Hunter and Sonny and Gary being Gary and just everything. I was nervous, but I got through it. The match was amazing. It ended like I expected it. It really did. Um, but yes, I think I think the the best contender was was Ashton. I'm with you. I feel like he's he's due for a number one contendership of the IWE World Championship, for real. Yes. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Yeah, a great match. Great match. Uh, uh, another month with an impromptu championship match. Yeah. All the more reason why you guys have to come to the show because last month. You know, it was all of a sudden we got two SHW title matches out of nowhere. Now we get an IWTV world title match out of nowhere. Anything can happen in these SHW streets. And so, yeah, the title match was incredible. I'll go so far as to say certainly one of the more entertaining IWTV world title matches we've mm -hmm. seen in quite some time. And uh, again, has there ever been a fatal four way for the IWTV world championship? That's I'll have question. to double I'll have to double check uh, to find that out. Um, Are we the first? Mm -hmm. But what I what I do know is, you know, it's I think it's really interesting that you know AC Mack. Of course, we know about his title run. Mm -hmm. The man to end that title run was Cruel, mm -hmm. and so to consider that two of the best IWTV World Champions are homegrown at Southern Honor mm -hmm. speaks volumes. Yeah. I think right. it speaks volumes, and so clearly. Cruel is a fighting champion, defending the title that night, completely unplanned, walked out as the winner. Um, IWTV, get with the program, recognize the, the real world champion. Okay. Yeah. So I can't see what comes, I can't wait to see what comes next for the IWTV world champion, Cruel. And I wonder, uh, what, do, you, do you think he potentially enters the Rumble job? I'm very curious about that, okay? Like, and and that here's work? the thing, we'll, we'll touch on this again uh, next week when we do the yeah. preview show. Uh, throughout this week, you've seen some of the posts. If you're not following us on social media, I don't know what the shame on you because I don't know why not. In fact, you have to be because you're watching us right now. So I think you should be. Unless you're right? brand new and you just stumbled on us, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, but watch, but but check the socials. Uh, yeah. We've been posting uh, some entrants. We've been posting some big matches that are going to be coming up on August 4th at the Rumble Jack. Next week, we'll, we'll we will continue posting some more entrants, some more big matches, and more big. Uh, surprises and whatnot so um i have yet to see cruel though to your to what you just asked i have yet to see a graphic that shows that he is an entrant mm -hmm. that doesn't mean we won't see one between now and august 4th so your guess is as good as mine but just i mean for fun. who's to say he can't be the iwtv world champion and then earn a number one contender spot to uh face yes, whoever it may be judas or whoever judas, it's gotta happen it's gotta happen be huge. Sooner or later, I don't know if it's result of the Rumble Jack or not, but it's mm. yeah, could be huge, could be huge, both figuratively and literally. Literally, absolutely. So we will see, but um, yeah, I'm excited to see what's next for that IWTV World Championship, and uh, maybe maybe we have more title matches in our future at at the SHW shows. Uh, stay tuned and find out. But uh, yeah. let's get back to the uh, order. The match order here, as as the show started, our SHW Tag Team Champions, the Hierarchy, Joe Black, Murder One, taking on the Akuto Death 
death I almost said death squad. It's the Akuto Death Society. <laughs> I worked so hard the other night too to not say it wrong. I didn't say it wrong at the show. I almost said it wrong just now, but anyways, Akuto Death Society. That is uh, Kevin Ryan and Chris Crunk. Kevin Ryan, the inaugural SHW champion, returning for the first time in uh, over a year. I think it was February of 22 when he got injured in the ring uh, at an SHW show, and this was his first time back since then. Chris Crunk, he had appeared at SHW one time way back in the day uh, in singles competition. I think it was against maybe Corey Hollis. But anyways, so some people remember him from that. Of course, these two have been a tag team all over the place, but this was the debut of their tag team in SHW. Yeah. So it was exciting. I think the crowd gave a pretty good uh, reception to Kevin Ryan coming back. After all, he has, is the inaugural champ since yes. our very first show. And uh, it was good to have him back. However, I didn't just I just didn't feel good for their chances against Joe Black and Murder One. Now, this was not an actual title match. However, if Kevin Ryan and Chris Crunk won the match. It was like an eliminator match. We talked about that, GB. If they won the match, then they would earn a title match. And, uh, well, problem is they didn't get past that first match. So, um, but, hey, what a way to kick off the show. And then, and let you guys uh, give your opinions on that match, but also touch on what uh, Joe Black had to say after the match. Yes, yes. First, um. I was familiar with the name Chris Crump. I have never actually seen him wrestle. Um, and I say that because I said the same thing about Chip. I knew a lot. Of, I mean, I heard a lot about Chip, but I'd never actually seen him wrestle before he came to SHW. Now, it's my favorite. Um, don't know that Chris is going to make it to that whole body roll with me, that But too. at the same wow. time, <laughs> I was impressed with their tag team. I thought they worked well together. I thought they, they can accomplish a lot. Um, yeah. Not not that night, not against the hierarchy, but I, I, I was impressed with how they how they worked. Um, Joe and Murder, we already knew. We already talked about it. They were coming away. They were they were not gonna lose that match. And I wasn't shocked, but I I, I was impressed. I was impressed. I'd like to see a Kudo Jazz Society come back, maybe help build up the tag division in SHW. But um yeah. That's so sad, but good showing. Yeah, I would agree. A very good showing. I was certainly impressed uh, by the tag team continuity there of the Akuto Death Society, and uh, <laughs> they were they were really really good. And I think perhaps I mean they had moments where they were close to winning that tag match, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was very very impressive. You know, so shout out to them. And uh, I definitely don't want to discount uh, what they did because I really do think that they provided a significant challenge uh, to the tag team champions. So much so until you can kind of tell after the match, the tag champs were kind of like, Ooh, yeah. All right. All right. Y'all were, y'all were all right. Y'all were all right. But I think it's what, what happened after that, that uh, we all really are kind of like, wow about, which is Joe black saying what we have said on this podcast for months now, now it's fine. I, I felt like maybe that was the theme of this show. Like all of the things that we had been saying or feeling finally all come out at SHW 52. Mm. This one, Joe Black tells the world that there's really only one team that deserves a shot, the tag team titles, and that is All-Star Special. Now, 
if you follow us, and we'll obviously talk about this far more in depth next week, but if you follow All-Star Special and you're new, you like All-Star Special with the singing and dancing and the hash browns and the hold my beer and we're singing and we're dancing and all those cool things. But if you follow SHW history, you know there's a lot of history between Joe Black and William Huckabee. It has been a long time since we've seen them in a ring together one way or another. The idea or or, or a parking lot (laughs) or a parking lot. Right. Or someone's car. You know, the idea that these two men. It was Brandon's car. I don't want to to talk about it. Yeah, You know, it's triggering. I know (laughs) Uh, the idea that we could see these guys and we will. Oof. Just trust me when I tell you, tune in next week because we're going to get you all squared away. But needless to say, it got us extremely excited about the potential of this title match. Yeah, I can't wait. And uh, again, like I said, uh, you know, we've seen a few announcements already this week. That one was made official, that tag team title match. Can't wait. Like you you said, GB, we'll do the whole preview show next week. But uh, Mm -hmm. can't wait for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's on top of the massive rumble check itself. Anyways, mm-hmm. it's going to be a crazy it. show. August 4th, folks. August mm-hmm. 4th. Don't miss it. Uh, moving on down the card. Movie Mike returned uh, mm-hmm. for a Rumble Jack qualifier match against an SHW newcomer. However, not a newcomer to the business. Uh, what would we say? Like two decades in the business at this point. Cabana yeah. Man Dan been all over the place, all over the country, all over the Southeast, especially. Finally made his way into SHW. I'm sort of familiar with Cabana Man Dan. I knew about the flip-flop chop and all this stuff. I knew he was fun and exciting, and I couldn't wait to see him. And, man, he put up a great match. Didn't quite pull it off, but uh, I will say these these guys were entertaining and uh, put on a really fun match. Even the way they started the match where mm-hmm. you saw a uh, movie Mike try and call action. He had the movie slate. He's trying to call action. Yeah, Cabana Man Dan with the flip-flops, and he's yelling cut, and they're going back and forth. And, uh, I mean, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. But, um, again, Cabana Man Dan, unfortunately. I, here's the thing. I would like to say, hey, hopefully we'll see him in the Rumble Jack. However, this was a Rumble Jack qualifier match, mm-hmm. and he right. did not win. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we'll be seeing him. But hopefully we see him in the future back at SHW because uh, he was a lot of fun. But uh, your thoughts? On this matchup, I like Cabana Man Dan. I do. When I before I saw him, I'm gonna tell you, I had a visualization that maybe his character was gonna be a lot like Rob Snyder and Vicky First Dates. Do you feel me on oh. that? <laughs> just a, but not with a crooked eye and all the craziness. But just when he was sitting in the diner and he had the coconut bra thing and the wig, yeah. and he was trying to play Drew Barrymore's character, you know, yeah. remind her who she was. That's, I was like, okay, he's, he's going to be really fun. <laughs> but he was not anything like that, guys. But he was very entertaining, very good to watch. And I, I like the flip-flop chop. Mm-hmm. I like it. Movie Mike, though, y'all, that obsession with Ashton is is freaky. It's freaky. I mean, I'm, I'm borderline okay. worried about Ashton and if he's got somebody watching his back, in the, you know, when he's not in the ring because – that's, I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. 
the the irony that they call him movie Mike and uh, he's shooting a movie from what they tell me, mm-hmm. um, not realizing that who he is, uh, there actually was a movie made for him. It's called Fatal Attraction. And that's <laughs> exactly what I think now. about. Uh, listen, this is what I think about <laughs> movie Mike, because his obsession with Ashton it has gone to a level that I it's never scary. expected. And he even interjected himself, uh, you know, and you could make the argument kind of, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that at some point, but you know, it, 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 I wondered whether or not he would be focused on this match because of his obsession with Ashton. Now I actually believe he felt the need to qualify for the uh, rumble Jack to show Ashton that he's serious to show Ashton that, hey, I could be fighting for the SHW championship, a title that you once held. So take me seriously. Pay attention to me. But take him seriously for what, though, Gigi? That's what I'm wondering. What does he want? I don't know. What does he want with Ashton? I mean, he did interfere with the Fatal 4-Way. He did. He did. And you could argue that he somewhat cost Ashton the IWTV World Championship. He hit him with the chair. Yeah. Yeah, he did. So it's almost... It's almost like you can't have the world title or anything else until you deal with me first. Mm-hmm. Hence movie Mike. It's an obsession and he'll stop at nothing to get whatever he wants. And I, I'm still waiting to figure out what that something is. If right. Tell us. He's wanting to be a part of Pandora Productions or a post Pandora Productions. I don't understand. Well, he wanted to be his plus one the other other show, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you 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 don't usually bring random people in as a plus one. It's usually exactly why someone you Ashton value didn't show up. Exactly. And, and, well, we talked to Ashton briefly before the show, before SHW fifty two backstage, and he's even saying like, I don't I don't know who this guy is. What does he even mm-hmm. want? What does he want? You know, I was like, well, your guess is as good as mine. I, I thought maybe you knew. I didn't know. So, who knows but all we do know is that movie mike got the victory uh and he will jack. move on he's an entrant in the rumble jack his first ever rumble jack mm-hmm. so we'll see uh we'll see what he can do and again like you said I, if he's still too focused on ashton it may come back to bite him because he's gonna have a whole lot more people in that match to pay attention to yes he will. Uh, than just a one-on-one with cabana man dan so uh that's right We'll see what happens. But the next matchup on the card was the big Fatal 4-Way match. Gary came out for his big promo, and then it evolved in the uh, Fatal 4-Way. We already talked about that. And as you mentioned, Movie Mike came out and uh, interfered. And, yeah, you could say he cost Ashton a shot. So that's why I, I feel like I want to see Ashton one-on-one with Cruel. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and give him a, a fair shake here to see, yeah. see what he can do. But uh, we'll see. Who knows? Uh, following that... We had our women's division. Danny Jordan making her in-ring return for the first time since still here three. Mm-hmm. So we're talking a couple years, and she's finally making her in-ring return. She's been back a few times here and there for various reasons, but this time back in the ring, taking on newcomer Jada Stone, who was very, very impressive. Yes. And uh, what a, what a hard-fought match this was, GB. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I thought it was a great match. You guys know I'm very high on Jada Stone, and I'm very, very excited that she got to make her SHW debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't wait to hear, Diana, what you thought about her. 
Um, but I, I definitely thought this was a great match. I thought Danny was definitely tested. And um, mm -hmm. I, I want to see Jada come back. I think she's another fixture that could really do some special things here in SHW. Again, Danny's not had very many matches since still here three anywhere. So, you know, her first time back in a ring in SHW, and she was in the best shape we've ever seen her. I mean, there's no arguing that. Mm -hmm. Her timing was on, you know, um, and I think in this first time ever meeting, both ladies really, really impressed. Definitely. Seeing Jada for the first time was was something I was looking forward to. She was impressive. Good Lord, she backflipped off the top turn rope was I was just standing with my mouth. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah, yeah, this girl, yeah. her special. athleticism. And, and Wait, are you telling me you can't do that, Diana? You can't do that? Dude, I'd be glad. Um, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do a roll-up. I have a hard enough it. time stepping into the ring just getting That's through so the ropes. <laughs> I'm not catching air for nothing. Sorry. That's so funny. Not oh doing it. Yeah. No. That's hilarious. No. She's a gymnast, right? It was? Yes. Cheerleader. Cheerleader. Softball mm -hmm. player? Uh, Yes. Yes. Okay, because yes. I can kind of get that vibe, that that softball body build, whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she was she was very impressive. I, I after knowing that and seeing just a little bit of that she could do when she got in, I was like, oh yes, she's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Mm -hmm. Now, Danny, like you said, she has not had a whole lot of matches since she's been back, but right. I have witnessed a couple of matches. Like I said, she was at MomoCon. Yeah. Um, to go on Spider-Man and, um, <laughs> you know, that whole thing. So yeah. talk about, talk about impromptu matches. Impromptu. Exactly. She's mm -hmm. been in the gym. She's been ripping it up. I mean, yeah. she, she looks great. You know, she, she don't have any ring rust. Right. She's, um, she looks great. I mean, she, she's really a lot better than what she was before she got hurt and, and, and oh. left out for a while. True. So this match to me was, was great. I'd love to see Jada be a part of the roster. I'd love to see, them go again um as as we're building the women's roster i i would i would love to see that but um yeah i was very impressed by this match totally on both sides both yeah. sides i mean danny didn't leave anything lacking and, and jada just brought it she yeah. brought it it was yeah. good it was awesome and that actually brings us to here's the thing there were several things that happened at this show that were big highlights that were huge moments yes possibly my favorite moment ever in shw history i don't know if i'll go that far but there's a lot of big moments in shw history but this was a really top three time it was a top top moment exotic youth those scumbags took on all-star special and cyrus the destroyer in six-man tag team action and they got destroyed and it was beautiful oh i loved it even after the match completely getting destroyed brian's oh. just Fanny beats. Oh, it was so good. It was yeah. so good. I, I could go on and on. I don't want to just gush over it so much, but I want to hear what you guys think. And talk to us about, either one of you, talk to us about the return, the in-ring return, officially, of All-Star Special. And the Canton, youth, the Canton Youth Choir was back in full, of, in full effect. Oh, it was great. You guys, what your First thoughts? of all, they sang one of my favorite songs, Living on a Prayer. Mm -hmm. The whole place was erupting, waiting on that, that chorus to hit. And oh. I'd be dang, I'd be dang if Exotic Youth didn't screw it up for everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, just broke everybody's heart, yeah. like they love to do. But that's all right. It's okay. They got, they got yeah. to do it in the end. 
They did. And and it was it was amazing. The air guitar with Hanson all the way out to the curtain. I mean, that if you have not seen that, that is worth buying so, on WTV and watching it right now. I, I, not before, right now because you're watching us, but later. Yeah. GB, GB before uh, you give your thoughts, I do just want to point something out real quick. So as I have gone back and watched the last show already on IWTV, <laughs> The the issue I have with that with the the camera was focused on Hanson doing his air guitar solo. Yes. What the camera didn't see was that Bryce was right in front of our table trying to swat at me with the paddle, and I'm yelling, "Get to the backstage area, punk!" Blah blah blah. You can blah, hear blah. it. You can hear it. You can hear it, but you don't know who I'm talking to, and it almost seems like I'm uh, saying it about Hanson. Anybody so who just, knows the story knows yeah. it was. So I just want to clarify for anybody That's that funny. might have been confused. The reason I'm saying that is not to Hanson. It was because Bryce was confronting us at the table, and I just want to make sure that's clear. Because as I watched it, I laughed to myself because I was like, it looks like I'm saying it about, about Hanson, but I wasn't. So, was anyways. he swatting or was he trying to just get up and make He his was way? just kind of doing one of those, like, uh, you know, I'm going to get you kind of things. Because we because I was going, oh, poor Bryce, what happened? Oh, <laughs> I did Whatever. the same thing. Yeah, so, anyway. I want to oh, say poor great. Jeremy. Jeremy was like tending to a ring full of, of youngins, little children by himself. He he just got frustrated and just got out of the ring at one point. Am I am That's I wrong funny. there? No, he, he just did, got yeah. out completely and was just like whatever. Well, we, GB, you even said at one point, I think it was during that match where you said we almost need a second ref out here at ringside yes. to yes. kind of keep tabs on what's what because it's hard for one ref to keep tabs on all six guys. Well so. you got That's three right. little twats, just whatever, just <laughs> Tots, I think, is what. Tater wow. Tots. We'll go tots. I think is. Wow. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll get that. <laughs> no, leave that right there. <laughs> yeah. That's that that my friends is what we call a Freudian slip. Oh, that's great. That reminds me of another thing I did years that ago. With, yeah, no, I said something really wild and didn't know what I said uh, when Lord. I thought I called uh, Hanson the Cougar King. You and I did oh. something else. <laughs> so, but she said yeah. Cougar King. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. So, oh. That's why I'm like, oh, we all have our moments. It's all. Uh, it's all <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sweating. Wow. Good times. Wow. That was, that's great. That's GB. Great. So what are your thoughts, GB? Yeah, GB, your thoughts on the match. Let's, uh... Well, you know, it's a moment that we've been waiting to see for many years is the return, or almost a year, the return of All-Star Specials. They are back. They couldn't have uh, come back in a better time in a six-man tag against Exotic Youth. Great, great moments. Um, yeah, I mean, it happened the way we all thought it would, the way definitely you guys wanted it to happen. Yes. A big, big win there for Cyrus, and All-Star Special. And, uh, yeah, it was quite and the night. And it was good. It was all good. It was, it was so good. Quite the night. So, yeah. So good to have the All-Star Special back in the house. Back where they belong. <laughs> Yes. Oh, what a night. What a night. And then we still had three big old matches after that. So we had another Rumble Jack qualifier match. This time, the see, I almost I almost said the working team captain, but I don't think we can call him that anymore. No. Because he's kind of doing his own thing now. He doesn't care about the working team. We don't care about the people. So Owen Knight 
going one on one with shoot, 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 Taylor. Taylor. And uh, yeah, what should have been and, and up to a certain point was a really good match until Owen had to stoop to a certain level to, uh, you know, cheat to win, basically. And uh, I will say, I see, I don't really want to defend him here, but I will say when it comes to getting into the Rumble Jack, it's almost like win at all costs. Mm-hmm. I just hate to see that he had to win in that way. And I hate to see that Shoot Taylor, who, again, you say it all the time, GB, future of the business. Mm-hmm. A kid's got everything it takes to be the next big thing here. Yeah. I think deserves to be in the Rumble Jack. And I hate to see that his opportunity got squandered here mm-hmm. because uh, Owen Knight had to stoop to that level. But uh, it is what it is. And Owen Knight will move on to the Rumble Jack. We've said it before. You've called him Mr. Rumble Jack in the past, GB. And mm-hmm. he's made uh, some, had some very impressive showings over the last few years in the Rumble Jack. Can this year be his year to win the whole thing? We'll see. But, uh, anyways. Your thoughts on this Rumble Jack qualifier? Well, <laughs> I, I do love shoot. I do love shoot. I, I feel like um as as does the whole. Uh, I think the whole building yeah. is I mean, at the really, point where they live. You hear you. We always talk about how everybody would got hyped for Owens theme music when they were yeah. war ready. Now everybody gets hyped for shoot, That's shoot, right. shoot. Right. It's, it's awesome. It's a mm-hmm. thing. It's yeah, a it it's a whole vibe. It's a it's a whole situation there. Everybody loves it, and and he's great. He's so good. He really is. He has so much potential, and and just whatever he does in the future is just going to be fire either way. Either way, um, y'all know I love him. I do. Even though he's mean sometimes, I dare do. I say, he might dare not I be say he's to. dare I say he's a bad boy now. I mean, I know I how you feel about your bad boy. Little bit of bad boy in him because he was a bad boy when I met him, but then he chilled and whatever. But well, yeah. don't forget, he was part of the new era back in the day. So yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. yeah. And he may not be speaking to a lot of folks, but he's still hollering at me. Matter of fact, he was hollering at me when shoot drop kicked him off the top rope before the before the match started. So I feel bad. Sorry, but hmm. Kenway with win. Maybe that's why I had you. I don't know. I don't know, but it was a great match. Owen did his thing. She brought it. That's not over. I'm going to tell you that. That's not over. There's some, there's, shoot's not done there. I am sure. I'm still processing where Owen is right now um, because we were such big advocates for Owen, his uh, journey to the SHW championship. Uh, his reign as an honorable SHW champion. You know, we the middle name of our company is Honor, and he actually restored honor to that championship. And um, just to see him going this route is is kind of difficult to watch. The hard part is it's hard to argue with him if he's finding success and mm-hmm. finding his way into the Rumble Jack. You know, I can't. I think it was last year. If it wasn't last year, it was the year before. You guys correct me on this. When he was involved in a tag match with uh, AC Mack, and uh, if they had lost, um, you know, whoever got pinned couldn't be in the Rumble Jack, and then the other person had to be at number one. Yeah, AC got pinned. Owen ended up being number one. And uh, again, we call him Mr. Rumble Jack because he does so well. But 
Now he's entering the Rumble Jack and he's not forced to be number one um, by using these nefarious means. Well, so, now here's the thing, too. We don't know. and Wouldn't it be something? I just now thought is wouldn't it be something if he ends up at number one? Because we don't know right. what the entry numbers are going to be yet. We, right. just, we don't know. Yeah. But at least at least right now, he's not forced to be number one. True. Which is the yeah, key. yeah. He was forced to be number one because of that loss. And that was him trying to do the right thing. So, you know, who who knows? Um, but it's a win. And, you know, obviously he wanted to win to get in the Rumble Jack. So he must have plans. We'll obviously see uh, come August the 4th. Well, the next matchup on the card was a huge tag team match that we were all looking forward to, and it didn't quite play out as we thought it would. It was supposed to be Gunnar Miller and Corey Hollis taking on the end games, Nick Halen and the SHW champion Judas. However, Todd Sexton makes his way out, grabs a microphone and help me out here. If I can remember this correctly, Basically, because he knew Jake the Snake was going to be in the house, he thought that Jake was going to find a way to screw over Judas, so mm-hmm. he told Judas to to just not show up. Right. Was that the gist of it, basically? Correct. Mm-hmm. Told him to head to Chicago early. And then so Todd Sexton was in his gear, and we're thinking, okay, so we're still going to get an endgame match, but it's going to be Todd Sexton and Nick Halen. And then Todd was like, you know what? I don't even want to have this match. Hmm. And right. then – we heard some very familiar music. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. The WWE Hall of Famer, the SHW matchmaker, a man that we knew was in the house because he would be presenting the JTS Legacy Championship later on in the night. Mm-hmm. He made his way out, had a couple of jabs at uh, Todd Sexton, hit him with the clothesline, mm. said that this match was indeed happening. Meanwhile, while that was mm-hmm. happening on the floor, Nick Halen eats a spear from Gunnar Miller. A flying headbutt off the top rope from Corey Hollis. One, two, three. Matches over just Done. like that. Mm-hmm. Done. You'll love to see it. <laughs> I love to see it. I love I to see Jake getting getting physical. How about that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, by yeah. the way, we'll touch on that a little later because that wasn't all we saw of Jake the Snake. But anyways, your thoughts on this with like Judas at the last minute not showing up and, and this turning into Todd and Nick Halen versus Gunner and Corey. Like just – the mind games continue with the end game. It's 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 ridiculous. Yes, I, I think just announcing them, I, I was totally expecting to see Judas come out, and then to see Todd, it was like, what? Are we not having a match? Yeah, you're retired. Are you right. not retired? But he was in gear. He was in gear. He had a little something to say. Um, I don't have I don't have a whole lot to say about all of this except. He got what he deserved. He he bad talked the snake a few few times too many. He got what he deserved. And and Dick Halen, I'm Nick Halen. You're on fire tonight, Diana. I see. <laughs> my my. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah. 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 I, I can't really follow that. I just <laughs> what she said. Mm-hmm. What she said. Well, there you go. Well, while Jake was out there, he stuck around because, like I said, he was there for one specific reason, and that was to present the beautiful JTS Legacy Championship belt to the winner of the JTS Legacy Championship Tournament Finals. Mm -hmm. Those two competitors were Chip Day and the Kenway, a match that we covered 
uh, plenty over the last couple of months because uh, the backstory between these two guys goes way, way back. And it just so happens to coincide with this tournament and the tournament uh, finals as well. So uh, what a great matchup this was. Um, We saw, you know, a few months prior, they went to a time limit draw. The time limit is what caused the draw. Kenway did not take Chip Day to the limit. I just want to clarify that because we got threatened. (laughs) So I want to make sure I say it. it. Yeah, I got to set it straight here. But um, that was a great match when they went to that 15-minute time limit draw. And we thought, we got to run this back. We want to see this again. Lo and behold, we didn't realize at the time that it was going to be the finals and going to crown the inaugural JTS Legacy champion. And what a matchup it was. And Chip Day, the bad boy himself, Diana. Yeah. would go on to become our first ever JTS legacy champion. And what a, what a scene it was when Jake, the snake got in the ring presenting the title belt to our new champion. It was a very, very special moment. It was, it was, it was a great match. Just like we thought back and forth. I don't think this battle is over either. I think there's a lot more to come from this guys like this. I feel like these guys are going to battle for eternity. Uh, yeah. You know? I mean, in, in, in multiple promotions even. So yeah. I really feel like this because they, they know each other so well. They go back so far yep. together. I mean, they were they were together. Now they're whatever. Um, I will say when we started this tournament and we found out Chip was going to be one of the contenders for the, this title, he was my fave. You know, he was my pick. What? But no. You know it. No. <laughs> I didn't know. I never guessed it. Well, no, you did. Right. But either way, <laughs> it turned out exactly like I wanted it to. And nothing against Kenway, nothing at all. He's great. I mean, regardless of, of uh, you know, Chip's opinion of him and, and how he feels. And Kenway's great. He, he's he got a good future ahead of him. I just did not. Is it okay if I say this? I just did not want him to win this title. I wanted Chip to win it. I did. And it's nothing against Kenway. But I wanted Chip to win it. You can say you can say whatever you want, Diana. Don't ever ask us for permission. You just Well, that's me asking myself if I should, but either (laughs) way. I mean, y'all know. And and like I said, it's nothing against Kenway. I would I would probably say that to his I probably would say that to his face. But you know, another guy is great, but Chip's my dude, man. But he's no bad boy Chip Day. He's no bad boy Chip Day. (laughs) (sighs) GB? Uh, yeah, you know what? It's so funny. Coming into the night, we weren't sure what was going to be the main event, but leading into it, to me, this was the match that we all yes. came to see. It was the match with the most emotion tied, the highest stakes connected to it, and I really didn't know which way it would go. You know, both guys uh, were very, very tough. No idea how long this was going to go, and no idea what the other would have to do to win the match. With all of that being said, uh, I am very happy that Chip Day finally has singles gold in SHW. Yes. Point um, made. I, I I think we're in a space where two things can be true at the same time. Had had Kenway won, I would have certainly been happy for the Kenway as well because he's fought very very hard. But obviously, chronicling the journal the journey of Chris uh, excuse me Chris Chip Day uh, here into SHW. Man, if there ever was a guy deserving of holding gold in our company, mm-hmm. it's Chip Day. So, and to hold a title as prestigious as the Jake the Snake 
Legacy Tournament um, and to have Jake the Snake present to present this title to him. Just all of the things that I think are right. A fantastic match. And uh, even though it was super, super personal between the two and I don't think it's mm -hmm. over, uh, huge congratulations goes out to Chip Day, our new inaugural Jake the Snake Legacy Champion. That's right. Yeah, what a way to uh, cap off the show. Or was it the cap off to the show? Because mm -hmm. after that, all hell broke loose. Sure did. Didn't it? And uh, we got left with a uh, a bit of a teaser for the upcoming Rumble Jack, our fifth annual Rumble Jack again, August 4th. Don't miss it. Mm -hmm. But uh, you guys are going to have to help me out here because so many people came out of the end. I can't remember what the order was of who came out when. But one of the other favorite moments for me of the night as if the uh, match between Exotic Youth and Cyrus and All-Star Special wasn't enough, mm -hmm. Jake the Snake, for the first time in over a decade, pulled out the original DDT that he made famous, the inventor of the DDT, and he couldn't have hit it on a nicer guy, that being <laughs> that punk Bryce Cannon, tip first, right tip to the canvas. Oh, it was beautiful. It was so pretty. Absolutely so beautiful. And I don't care what the internet said about him flopping around like a fish. He was hit so hard that his mm -hmm. body was just convulsing. He yeah. couldn't control himself. Yeah. And he flopped himself almost all the way out of the ring. Oh, mm -hmm. it was awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. I'm getting all worked no, up. No, you have that on loop, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was so good. It was so just good. Posted on social and media. And I've just been watching it ever since, like for the last yeah, two yeah. weeks. That's all I can. Mm -hmm. I wake up in the morning, got to get my day going. Boom. Watch that. Day's going to be good. Get all fired up. I'm ready yeah, to go. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was Love awesome. There was, a, there was some other chaos. There was other guys that ran out. But to me, that's the visual that's... I was left with at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, he was first to come out to. Yeah. To uh, after the after the Jake Snake title match. He, and he attacked Kenway. And then he was the last one left in the ring. Mm -hmm. by jake snake so that was that's mm -hmm, mm -hmm, great yeah it was great you know uh, for, for everyone upset about uh that whole ordeal i do have one question have you ever taken a ddt from jake thank you how, how are you supposed to act i don't know what you think you would react like but when the original does it you don't know it hits different yeah so yeah, to that end, I, I quite frankly, I think you know Bryce Cannon was lucky to be able to to move and get up and walk. Um, because just why didn't bring the snake? Oh uh, well, even even if it would have been on Bryce, I would have had to dip on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like I don't like snakes myself. However, if Damien showed up, it was and, and he put he sick Damien on uh, on Bryce. Oh, that would that would just yeah, been as Gary would say a whole nother level. Yeah, y'all would have had a. Y'all had to record that because I wouldn't have been there. <laughs> <laughs> Diana, I'm done. I'm out. Right. But I will say, absolutely historic moment, Jake the Snake, uh, our matchmaker, who has done a great job remotely. Um, obviously, he travels a lot, but watches us, you know, in person. But to be there mm -hmm. physically live uh, was incredible to see and to witness. And to see him that active was amazing shw 52 by far one of our favorite shows yes definitely go back and watch it on iwtv because you'll probably get some of the moments that we didn't get to talk about you know i, I want to mention yeah. too real quick i believe it was this past saturday i think it was a battle of belts for aew it was and jake was. teased 
that he was going to hit the DDT on, uh, was it Cassidy? Orange Cassidy? Orange Cassidy, yes. Yeah, and he teased it. He didn't quite uh, do it because Lance Archer stopped him. Yes. And I think there was there was hubbub online of people being like, oh, could he have even hit it and whatever. And, and Jake even was posting like, I've still got one left. Mm-hmm. I know he's got at least one left. He hit one the other night he on sure uh, yeah. Bryce Cannon. So I know he's got it in him, but uh, we were the lucky ones at the action building in Canton, Georgia at Southern honor wrestling to see the first DDT in well over a decade. And man, what a sight it was, but let's uh, just talk about that for a second. How amazing is it to see a legend in this business do what he's always done in our. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's crazy. I was telling people about it that, you know, here, whenever I was at the gym, there's well, how's your wrestling go? And I told him we did a show. Jake Snake did DDT, and it was like, "What? Yeah, you the, saw that? The mm-hmm. Jake the Snake? Are you kidding? Right. Yes, right. sure right. did. It was amazing. Yes, you want to see? Let me let me show you. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I got it right on my phone. Right at right, right, it's right top here. of the photo album. Phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's a reminder. You know, I I often wonder if. Sometimes people recognize how special the moments are that we get to have on a regular basis, you know, yeah. whether it's Jake the Snake or whether it's AEW making the decision, hey, before we do our first pay-per-view, we're going to invade SHW, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a coincidence that all of these moments happen, you know, some of the folks that have shown up at the Rumble Jack in times past. And, you know, we have had all sorts of incredible legends walk through the doors of the action building as part of SHW. It's why you have to be there. It's yeah. why you can't wait to, you know, hear about it online or or to dismiss it as a random promotion. Hey, IWTV, how many folks do Jake the Snake show up at on your other promotions? How many of your other promotions can say, hey, we had Cody and we had Kenny Omega and we had Chris Jericho's Jer- only independent appearance uh, since prior to WWE, right? Like, who can say that? If anything, we should be the flagship of your network based on the pure content that we provided to you all of this time. All of our fans, you know this is how we get down, which should make you very excited about the Rumble Jack in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks because almost anybody could people. show up. 35, the biggest Rumble Jack in history. Who's going to show? We'll throw out some ideas next week, but this is why SHW is Destination TV. You need to be there live and in person so that your face can be plastered all over IWTV. And uh, Matt Tremont and all the other folks at IWTV, you might want to find your way to Canton if you actually want to be in front of a real crowd with real production to look like you belong on TV. Okay. Because we make you look better. BB, I know you dropped the mic earlier, but you might have to just drop it again right there. But yes, too. You guys, you guys kind of beat me to the punch there because I was going to say all this talk about Jake the Snake. We saw a big announcement from Jake earlier this week, and that is that because this is our fifth annual Rumble Jack, he wants to make it bigger and better than ever. And and as you mentioned, instead of thirty competitors, it's going to be thirty five entrants into this Rumble Jack, the biggest one yet. And uh, Brandon, are you going to be in it? <laughs> I told you I could barely get through the ropes. What are you talking about? I know somebody's probably camp- I know somebody's probably campaigning right now to be in it. <laughs> I hey, will if- not mention their name. It's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> nope. 
if, if me getting in it will prevent uh, any any member of Exotic Youth from winning, sure. <laughs> but yeah, that'd Anyways. be phenomenal. That'd be phenomenal. <laughs> I got yes. a bad back. I don't need to be getting in there. <laughs> no, we don't need you out on your back. Yeah, I, I'm don't. sticking. Look, I'm sticking That's behind the commentary sure. booth. Mm-hmm. GB, That's you and I have run-ins. You mostly have run-ins with people at the commentary booth. I don't that's know as why. far as I'm that's as far as I want to have to deal with anybody is at the yeah, booth. For sure. For sure. So anyways, but 35, I can't you just never know. You just that's for any show, but especially mm-hmm. at the Rumble Jack. I mean, we've had Stevie Richards showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh you had Enzo showed up. Mm-hmm. You had Jimmy Wang Yang has shown up. Mm-hmm. Um I mean just I, there's so many. There's so yeah. many. I know I'm forgetting some big names, but yeah. Ah, go that's a, a dance off in there, there. we've I mean, had a couple like, of years a couple different dance offs for sure yeah, it's so crazy. here's what you should do here's your homework for us mm-hmm. and for the people watching the shw faithful go back and watch the previous year's rumble jacks the last right. four this that's is right. five coming up go back and watch the last four just to get a little a little feel for what it's like especially if you've never been to one before or if you've never mm-hmm. seen one before just get a little taste and then you're not going to want to miss it live in the action building, August 4th, 261 Marietta Road, Canton, Georgia. Tickets on sale at the door, starting at 15 bucks. Kids 10 and under are free, as always. You're not going to want to miss it. And next week on this show, we will preview all the big matches, all the big entrants that we are aware of, because here's the other thing. Just going to throw this out there. They will announce a certain number of entrants. You're going to mm-hmm. count those number of entrants and go, well, that's not near 35. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? It means there's a lot of guessing. There's going to be a lot of surprises. Oh, yes. oh, so yes. just be ready. It's going to be exciting. We can't wait to talk to you back here next week. Yes. We look forward to the Rumble Jack 5th Annual. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. But until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. Bam. Bam.